See that camera fast. Remember Rav Nachman when he says Shalishlam Bushlayam? He says, you know, ask for the peace of Shem says not only the people, every strong. Okay, folks, concentrate. The Shevet Yosef come to Moshe and they say, if the daughters of Tzlochot <coughs> marry somebody out of their tribe, and they say, because God gave us the land of the Hagoyal, the Sulat, and every tribe got their special place, and if they will marry someone from another tribe, then it will become part of another tribe. So the Ishbut asked the deepest question in the world. Okay, the Moshe Rabbeinu says, okay, you're right. This generation, they can only marry someone from the same tribe. And the deepest question in the world is, and this is the last thing in the Torah. This is the last thing in the fourth book of Moses. Isn't that against everything we're learning? Here, the beginning of Yiddishkeit is that Romovino teaches us how to give everything away, right? Wouldn't be the most beautiful thing in the world that the last part of the Torah. And Yosef came and they said, Oh, here from Osrafot, marry someone from Shimon, from Lev, from the other tribes, we'd be so happy to give them a little piece of our land. Would be beautiful, right? So why isn't it beautiful? Because the individual says, and why did they have to say they got it up But you know, sometimes when someone gives you something with so much heart and so much soul, when something is given to you from highest heaven, you can't give it. If I buy an apple, I can give it away. I take out a million dollars from the bank, I can give it away. When someone who loves me so much gives me the smallest thing in the world. This is so deep. This is so holy. Me, I just want to share with you. Here, beginning, Vishnu Torah, the fifth book of Moses. Moshe Rabbeinu goes over the whole Torah again. And I, I'll take a few thousand which puts it together like. I want you to know something very, very deep to look at all the answer. If someone who I don't love so much or who doesn't love me that much, walks up to me and says, hey, could you do me a favor? And I said, right now I don't have time. I can't. 
How much should I help them? Not so much. We're not that close, so they asked me. I said, no. If someone who's the closest in the world to me asks me the smallest favor in the world, and I say no, you know what I did? Where did I touch? Or was not this one favor? But after I love you so much, and you can say no to me, Mama, she destroyed the deepest depths. It's not that close. Because if you would love me as much as I love you, you couldn't say no to me. You couldn't. You know, if Dari would say to me, can you please tie my shoe? I would say, I'm busy now. You know what I'm doing? It's not that I'm not tying the shoe. Suddenly, I stopped being her father for that moment. Because if I would really be her father, and she can't tie a shoe, how can I not tie a shoe? What, what, what are parents for? What is my greatest privilege in the world? You know what's so special? Because she cannot ask anybody to tie a shoe. I cannot walk up to any person strange and tie my shoes. I can ask them for a favor, but not tie my shoes. You can only ask someone who's very, 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 very close. Okay, now listen to me. So I just want you to think about it. But now, the other side. Imagine I do tie her shoe. You know what this is? It's not a private little function. It's reaching the deepest, deepest depths, right? It's reaching into the deepest depths when God called out in heaven that I should marry my wife. And everybody knows. When God calls out this person by this person, everybody knows that the bascule are the voice of the children, right? The bascule means the, the heavenly voice calls out Moshe should right? So who is that voice? It's the voice of the children. So imagine if I refuse to tie a shoe, I'm reaching, I'm destroying that bascule, right? I'm touching that heavenly voice which called out that I should be a father. It's a small thing. And here, friends, I want you to open your heart in the deepest, most awesome way. Remember, we're learning it every year, we learn it in different ways. Why is it on Yom Kippur God forgives us? Hopefully. But we're not sitting there waiting for Mashiach to come. Yeah, we're waiting, but Yom Kippur is not more special for Mashiach coming than any other day. We're not waiting for the Messiah on Yom Kippur more than any other day. On Tisha B'Av, when we cry over the destruction of the Temple, it's clear to us he has to come. And even if it doesn't Mama show up, Something happens inside. Apple something. 
It's the way of the Tamil Krishna. So once you know something. On Yom Kippur, I'm standing before God. I'm saying, Master of the world, I'm so sorry. I ate a hamburger on Yom Kippur. Please forgive me. I'll try not to do it next time. I said, Master of the world, I'm so sorry. On Shabbos, December 24th, I was invited to the Christmas party and I forgot it's Shabbos. And I went, you know, forgive me. I hope you understand. God says, I understand that. I forgive you. Now listen to me. Oh, let's say on Shabbos, August 7th, it was very hot and I forgot the Shabbos and went to the beach. And only after came out from the water. Suddenly so realized it's Shabbos. So I got dressed fast and went to Shul. It was very really nice. <laughs> so I got the understanding. God says, okay, Sean, that makes sense. <laughs> I forgive you, right? Don't talk to me about it next week. I once said to my Yidin in New York, you know, I said, can you please come this Yom Kippur and tell God some different sins? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God must be promised that he knows whether you eat hamburgers, you can go to the beach and shovels, you know, he must be brought to you know, really, how much can he take, right? He's ready to forgive you, but please don't tell me the same thing. Like I put something new, right? Be a little bit imaginative. You know? Be creative, you know, creative sinning. You know? <laughs> but that's the same thing. Okay, but on Yom Kippur, whatever it is, whatever it is, I said, Why is your master of the world? I'm sorry I did it, I won't do it anymore. And here, I want you to know something very, very deep. We learned it a thousand times. Let me ask you, we're driven out from the Holy Land because we didn't love each other. Isn't it crazy? Let me ask you, for not loving the whole world, I deserve so much pain. For not loving, I deserve that much pain driven out from the land. You know what you went through in 2000 years? Remember, we're learning it, but this year we're going to learn it in a different way. When I love somebody very much, and they hurt my feelings, there is two ways to react to it. I can say, listen, I love you so much, I forgive you. And then another way. I love you so much. If you can do this, I don't ever want to see you again. I don't ever want to see you. What you did is very little. You know, Tishabov, when I'm standing at the table, those are the good I may not have done anything real wrong, but whatever I did, whatever I did, if I can do this to the Ramanishan, says, You know what it's clear to me on Tishabab? On Tishabab it's clear to me 
where I touch on the wood. And here, I want you to open your hands to the deepest, deepest, deepest depths. Imagine, I love this girl very much. Hurt her feelings. So I meet her and says, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. Okay, I forgive you. Don't go to But imagine, I love this girl very much. And I hurt her feelings. And then I meet her. I'm not asking her for forgiveness. I'm just so broken. I could have a feeling. Don't say I'm just sitting on the floor crying. How could I do such a thing? How could I do such a thing? And you know what happens after? Not that she forgives me. She has. And tissue of God doesn't forgive us. So much. Because in tissue of it's clear to me. When I do something wrong, where it touches Where it touches And you know, all year long I thought if I live in the Bronx instead of an Elsie's Hall, okay, so I don't have my, my address is something wrong, right? The mailman has to go instead of uh, my street near Shrine and go to 125th Street. And Tishaba, when it comes to me in Tishaba, it reaches me so deep. What am I doing? And here I want, I want you to open your heart to the deepest way. Yom Kippur, I'm still into the tree of knowledge. It's not the utmost fixing. On Tishim, on Yom Kippur, I stand before God and I say, I did good things, I did a mitzvah, and I did something wrong. I'm still dealing with good and bad. On Tishim, of course it's not what's good or bad. Who cares that it was good or bad? So much deeper than that. Imagine I walk up to the girl, I love them all, and say, listen, you know, I'm so sorry I hurt your feelings because I just read in the book here. You're not supposed to hurt the feeling of a person you love. And it's on page 35, I have to make sure it's true, yeah? <laughs> oh yeah, wait, 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 yeah, it says here, yeah. You're not permitted to hurt somebody's feelings, especially if they love you. And I remember, I did hurt your feelings, and uh, what says here? Yeah, it says here, the sugar is good. I'm reading it to her, right? I want you to know, on Tisha, on Moshon, Yom Kippur, I say, it's also because of Lamer, right? I say, Abonshim, and your toilet says, you're not going to do this. And then your toilet says, Moshon, 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 Yom Kippur, It's very high, right? But you know why I'm not learning Torah on, on, on Tishabat? I'm not learning Torah. I'm telling you guys, you know I'm so broken, not because of Torah says. I'm so broken. Not because it's good or bad. It's not even because you said so. Because how could I? 
I want you to know something. This is the absolute deepest thing. The Bible says, I want you, Mamash, to open your hearts. It's the deepest text. Moshe says, he's giving over the Torah, and I want you to know, I want you to keep the Torah. Not because it's forbidden. How can I do it? I must keep on doing it because I always forget. Listen to me. I must thank you so much. It's tough. You know, everybody knows that the four books of Moses, it says, Moshe Rabbeinu, God was speaking out of him. The fifth book of Moses, which we are beginning to read now, it says, Moshe with Pa'atzma Amor, he said it all by himself. So all the Holy Rabbi is asking, Moshe Rabbeinu is talking, doing things by himself. Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't move his hand on the start right? What does it mean he's doing it by himself? So what, what I'm telling you now is, the four books of Moshe, Moshe went and said, you have to keep Shabbos, because if you you don't keep the Shabbos, it's a grave sin. You don't permit it, it's bad. And it's holy bad, I'm not talking unholy bad. And holy bad on the highest level. The problem is when you Moshe Rabbeinus says to you, don't want you to look at me. Ramesh went to the deepest depths I can. How can you not keep Shabbos? How can you not sit in the sukkah? How can you not be drunk and poor? How, how can you not eat matzah and pesach? I'm eating matzah and pesach because of God, because I, I, I eat bread. It's a very, very great sin. Yeah, it is. It's deeper than that. This is Tavon, this is Tishwa. Can we come in, please? So, please. Thank you so much. Okay, now listen to me. On Yom Kippur is not the utmost fixing. On Yom Kippur is not the utmost fixing of the world. And here, I want you, Mamish, to open your heart, and this is awesome. God created the world in ten sayings, right? Which saying of God was most destroyed? You know which saying? I want you to know this is a title from the Mashiach, which is mind-blowing. God says, let there be light, there is light. God says, let there be grass, there is grass. God says, let there be fishes, there is fishes. God says, let us create a human being in my image. Kvald, if we destroy that. Kvald, kvald, if we destroy that. And I want you to know something, I didn't see anybody saying it. Maybe they do, I didn't see it. I want to say kvald, kvald. Fishabar basically is a month of the ten. Everybody knows God created the world with ten sayings, right? Listen to this. This is the deepest text. I want you to know one more thing. 
there's an other other saying of God which was also destroyed. The Gemara says, Bereish is the beginning is also a word of God. Listen to this deepest, deepest God. This, this kind of connection to God that how could I, right? This doesn't come from my head. <coughs> this is voracious for <coughs> the deepest, deepest, deepest. It's like, like in between creation and before creation. You know, when you meet somebody you love, when do you, when do you love them? hundred years later? It's voracious, right? First second, right? First second. Okay, it might develop later, right? After that, you hear oil, right? You know who that person is. Then touch your stasha begins to grow, right? And then finally, you stand under the chup, and the version says, poo, poo, and you know, so right? But it's voracious, right? <coughs> I just had the privilege last Saturday night, Sunday night, we had a little room. Yeah, a little knowing, right? It seems. So we're saying the Torah that knowing is voracious. Deepest depths, right? Good friends give me a lot of energy because I want to see the whole time. I want you to know the deepest, deepest master of them is Mamish when it's clear to me. When it's clear to me there is no way. Friends, do I do not walk on all four because Emily Post says it is really not nice to walk on all four? Do I not walk on all four because in Kitter Shranor the Mamish says so in the morning? Mamish says so in the morning. Mamish says, first of all, wake up like a lion. And then it's clear from the Kitter Shranor that you have to walk on two and not on four. Even in the English translation, it's very, very clear. <laughs> That's why I walk on two. I need a psychiatrist in the worst way. Right? Yes. I don't know if there's anybody who can kill me, right? Especially after I'm an expert on the Shulkanao, like you said, you know? <laughs> like, this one person wrote a letter to the bookstore, he bought a Shulkanao in English, and he wrote him a letter, please convey my regards to Rabbi Carroll. What a beautiful guy, you know? So from Yosef Karim, you know, just, so it's one of the young rabbis in Israel who composed that book, he said, thank you. It's not where it's at. And here, I just want you to open your heart and do this, do this, do this, do this. You know, we were always learning that the highest, this is not like the Ramam said, a little bit, but it's a Torah from which is awesome. We are always learning that the highest level of God is that he has choice. Is there anybody a freer agent than God? Right? God has choice. God is a free agent. Right? 
So the way we are always learning, what does it mean God created man in his image? We are the only ones who have choice. The cat has no choice. It's a cat. An orange is an orange. A dog is a dog. I have choice. I can be Yaakov Avinu, I can be Esau. I can be holy, I can be unholy. I can be good, I can be bad. I have choice, right? Now listen to this. You will learn a lot of times where you just go over the What is the highest level? The highest level is that it's so deep that I don't have choice. You know, friends, if I have choice to hit my children, and then I don't hit them because it says in Kitab Shanoh I shouldn't hit my children, I'm the lowest. But I want you to know, if I walk on the street, hey, come in, brother. Enough space here. But two great rabbis, brother. Hey, 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 come on. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. If you don't hit them because it's written that you should, it's still better if you do it. I know. Harry Kafkin, you always say the right Torahs. Give an Amitzchus on all those people. Okay, this is a good Torah for you. Give you an Amitzchus on them. It's okay. Listen, friends, can you give me just one ounce more energy? You learned it a thousand times. Let me ask you, every Friday night, I get my wife and my children together because I just learned that the highest thing is good choice, right? <coughs> so by Father God, Friday, I want us to choose which is good choice. <laughs> and the majority decides. But let's say it's my wife, me, and we have five children. How much is that? Seven. Okay. Four say, let's keep the shovels, and three say, don't majority decides. And everything according to the toilet, because the majority decides. And imagine if sometimes three say, do keep and four say, don't. I have to listen to the toilet. The toilet says the majority decides. We don't. It's very, very beautiful. Our relationship has improved since that time. <laughs> and, and I just, just so beautiful, please tears to my eyes. <laughs> You think I'm joking? There are people who do that. I just met a family, and they me that whenever comes a Jewish holiday, they want to choose. And they feel it's more beautiful than children choose. Ochenway, right? You mean you have choice? Let me ask them, you have choice come every night. You have choice to go to shul. Or you have choice to go to beautiful movie. And even if you go, right, you choose to go. What kind of a joy? What kind of a joy? Let me ask you something. If you see a poor man dying on the street, and you have choice to pass by a poor man, you are only stopped, you have hundreds of dollars in your pocket. You have a choice to pass him by. And you choose to give him. 
I want you to know. God giving out to heart of Romovina was not choice. The worship says, I have something so precious. I have something so precious. I have to give it to you. Me, I want you to know the deepest depths. There's two levels of Shabbos. There is a level of Shabbos, that, like every mitzvah of the Torah, I have choice. Then there's a level of Shabbos, which God gave us a gift, and God says, Lech it's not choice. God says, I have the most precious thing, whom should I give it to And this is the bliss of Shabbos, I mean Shabbos, when it's clear to me that God gave him the most precious thing in the world. And here I want you now, let's go back. You know why we didn't, why we never made it back to Israel 100%? The Maraglim said they don't like Eretz Israel. I want you to know something, if I buy a dress for Neshama, right? Imagine coming back from Vienna and they bring Neshama and Dari dress. And Neshama Dari says, you know, we don't like so much the dress. Will I never forgive them? They have a right, they have a choice. So we don't like it. But imagine if the most, most, most precious thing I have. And I want to give it to my children. And they say we don't like it. They hurt me. Yeah. That I can't forget. That I can't forget. It's too late. It's too late. It's too deep. It is so deep. And I just want to share with you one more thing. That the message says, when God says to Moshe, redeem the Jewish people, God was, Moshe was arguing with God for one week. And he said, Shlachnam Tishlach, sent for somebody else. And I'll make it very fast. You know, there's one message, which is awesome, that Moshe Rabbeinu says, why don't you send Pinchas? Take a bow. There's a Medrash. The Medrash. One Medrash says, God says, Moshe says, send Aaron, send Mashiach. There's one Medrash that says, that Moshe says to God, send Pinchas. I want you to know, the last three Pashas are Pinchas, right? What is Pinchas? What's Kanoim Pagenbein? Kanoim Pagenbein means, if you have choice, so I'm doing it. That, that's something which is not too much concentration. Thank you. It will be too far-reaching. Right? Canon Pagenbein means, if, if you have choice, I'm doing it. If you have no choice. So you see, suddenly, in the last, the last three portions of the Torah, shifting of the choice, just want to say one more thing, friends. Something which I say to myself all the time. You know, some of you remember, I remember a lot of times. Until the Second World War, the Jews had always chosen. 
They would take us, and they would say, you convert, we'll let you go. If you don't convert, you'll be killed. The Second World War, for the first time, we had no choice. They take a Jew, the guest from us. You say, I don't want to be a Jew, who cares? My great-grandmother was Jewish. I'm not even Jewish anymore. Do you have any connection to Jews? And everybody knows the six million opened the gates for the Holy Land. They opened the gates, Mamish, but they shall Shimon. And I want you to know something awesome, deep. I want you to know the whole Shuba movement today. The people coming back to Yiddishkeit, you think they're coming back by choice? It looks like it. <laughs> it isn't. Mamish, God takes you by your ears. God takes you by your ears. Which other did I want to? Get excellent out. I don't want to. Which one do you want to? Mm. I was happy. <laughs> in fact, the last time I saw the guy just felt I'm really in good shape. So you're crazy. He meets me weeks after that. My tips are hanging out. <laughs> you're back where you came from, right? <laughs> Friends, I want to share one more thing. Awesome with you. And I'm saying this in other, in other of Michelle and I, I want to bless you both, all of us. Do you think when someone converts today, it's by choice? Outside looks by choice. It's not by choice. I want you to know when God took me to Mount Sinai, He asked me, do you want to or not? Why is it why is it when God, how did I become a Jew? And Mount Sinai, by choice. How did Abraham become a Jew? By choice. You know how it kind of becomes a Jew? <coughs> in the Mikveh. You know what in the Mikveh is? I want you to know the deepest depths. And you're under the water, yeah, no choice. This is one place where God washes all. Because all my mistakes are only on the choice level. Won't you know the deepest, deepest depths? Why is the high priest, before he walked into the Holy of Holies, why was he going to make people? He's asking forgiveness. They took a bunch forgiveness. Why is he the only one who goes to the Mikveh? Because only the kind God. Mama, she was on the level of clear death. It was clear death. That in the deepest, deepest, deepest depths, they never choose anything else. I would only have that. You really want to do that? You really ever choose anything bad? Go live you do a little mission. It's clear before God if I would have known what I'm doing with him. Was not by choice, just by mistake. And the Imamish goes under the water. And here I want to share one more deepest text. You got to go already. 
Thank you. You also have service solution? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might become one of them too, you know. So I mean, have Thank you. Okay, give me just two more minutes, so to speak, and do the point. See what I want to tell you, friends. Where, obviously, it's clear to you. When did God open the gates of Shuba to the world? When did God open the gates for thousands, thousands of people to come back to Yiddishkeit? From the moment we got the Holy War back, back to life. <coughs> I mean, this is historic fact. Mamish, from the moment we came back to Yiddishkeit, something happened to the world. Something happens to the world. You know, everybody writes Tarvas, Shuvuma, and I haven't seen yet anybody saying the most simple words is the Holy Wall. Right? The Holy Wall, the biggest light tower in the world, right? It's, it's not Rabbi Fritz Cohen in San Francisco, it's not Brother Me, it's not Brother You, it's not Brother Anybody. Mamish. To the bunch of on psychedelic life. <laughs> okay, now. Here I want to share something very deeply. The level of non choice, you don't have it every minute. You don't have it every minute. You know, I can love somebody very, very much beyond choice. But it's not always. It's only at great moments. Only at great moments. Generally, my life is based on choice. When do I feel, Mamish, that I have no choice? Mamish, I'm standing in Darwin and singing the Chun Ran Hashem. It's clear to me I have no choice. Sad enough, I walk on the street. Someone starts talking to me, a little bit of Shnara. And I think it was really unbelievable. I never knew such a clear. What happened to my whole time of non choice? Forget it. It's forgotten. I want you to know something. I want you to know, friends. The deepest depths. I want to bless Michelle. I want to bless Ariel. I want to bless you. Whenever by choice, it becomes hard to you. But God should give you a little way of light of my choice. Whenever suddenly you think, you know, that's bad. Why don't you charge me? It's so hard. I'll bless you at that moment. Shabbos should shine to you. Little Shabbos, young Shakur Shabbos. Moshe Rabbeinu's Shabbos, right? Yismach Moshe, the madness of the gift, the gift of Manshah is the deepest gift in the world. I want you to know, you know, Pinchas is the Heshi of the Bovis of Bonim. What's he doing there? 
You know, Pinchas comes to parents and suddenly it's clear to them, I have no choice about my children. And then suddenly he goes to the children and they realize, why am I saving my parents? I have no choice in my What am I fooling about? Because at that moment when it's clear to you that you're connected by the young child, and you just not even a matter of forgiving, right? You see, Pinchas doesn't go into the Holy of Holies to ask for forgiveness. I want to call it, not Pinchas. Pinchas is deeper than forgiving. Pinchas is deeper than forgiving. So I want you to know, friends, everybody knows Tishabab. It's a little bit Mashiach, a little bit Pinchas. Pinchas says that Mamish is so deep in my heart. How can I live aside? How can I live aside? You know, friends, if someone says to me, Yiddishkeit fulfills all my needs, but an outsider. Someone says, I like Israel because it's a beautiful country and it's just very, very beautiful. Yeah, sweet. I have no choice. I have no choice. Could be the lowest, could be the worst. I don't know. I'm sure it's the best, right? But this is not the point. Here, I want you to know one more unbelievable Why is it when people really love each other, they always look at each other's eyes? What's so special about the eyes? I want to say the deepest Tyra. That if I have love you beyond choice, I can stop looking at you. I wish I could stop looking at you, I can't. Just I love you so much, right? You see, our downfall was the spies went to Israel, they looked at the land and they said we don't like it. And here I want you to know one more thing. When I lose something which I got by choice, I'm sad and I'm crying. When I lose something which I don't which I love beyond children. I can't stop crying. Both are sick to the life. Clear the darkness. God says, that life was a beautiful cry forever. The greatest fixing is, the greatest fixing is Tishabai. I'm sorry, I can't stop crying. Because on, on, on the choice level, it's stupid. It's 2,000 years after. What do you say now, right? On a choice level, it is crazy. On a level of free of knowledge. So you really think because you're sitting here on the floor, it will, it will have anything to do with the politics that Israel should be more peaceful, less peaceful, be given to you or not given to you? That's crazy, right? Yeah, you're right, but I have no choice. Crying. 
just want to say one more thing. Sadly now, that I meet my soulmate, a blessed everyone to find their soulmates. We're living in a world where everybody thinks we have choice, right? Choice. You have to find out who it is, when it is, to love each other. And, uh, you know, today, first, you go out for 10 years, then you get close for 10 years, then you see a marriage council for 10 years, and then you realize, let's not rush, right? <laughs> Take it slow, right? Let's not overdo it. Okay. Once you know, Chamisha is the boss. Mamish, when the girls go out dancing, and one the person sees his soulmate, and the girl is her soulmate. <coughs> the one you don't know is clear to you. Do you know the story by Shaw? She went to, to tell him Shaw was so shy. Shaw was not polarizing. He didn't have enough time to go to his song, but she would not to him. And that was that by Melech, his wife went up to him on Chamesh Osobah. She went up to him. Now listen to this. If I had no choice, I would not fool him either. Like it made so mad. What's there to talk about? And here I just want to tell you one more thing. I was always thinking so much, why is it that when Avram was looking for wife for Yitzchak, I think you remember I told it a lot, a lot of times, he said to Leza, look around if it fits, right? I want, I want you to find a girl which fits. And he made himself a sign, the girl who will answer me, I'll also give water to your camels, that's the one. How come when Jacob met Rachel, he didn't, he didn't test her? <laughs> we just said to her, what would you do? I should say a joke, it's all joke, just because it's so serious, I want to loosen up. You know, this boy had a date for the first time, like some of us when he spoke to a girl, and he goes and he says, what am I supposed to talk about? So the talent, you have to talk about three things. <coughs> about love, <coughs> about family, and about philosophy. <coughs> okay, he meets with George Blitzelet. First question is love. Do you love Blitzelet? <laughs> <laughs> she says, I hate it. <laughs> oh, beautiful conversation. Right? Now comes family. Does your sister love Blitzelet? <laughs> <laughs> she says, I don't have a sister. Ah, here comes philosophy. <laughs> if he would have had a sister, <laughs> would she would she like this? Anyway, <laughs> listen to me. What was I saying? Oh. Why didn't Yaakov? Why didn't Yaakov? And here I want you just to share with you this is The first place I make this is Abraham. The second is Amikdash is Yitzchak. The third is Amikdash is Yaakov. I want you to open your hearts to it. This is a Torah of Meshulaya and that's Yaakov. So you show him it's like one of the foundations of Ishbiz. Why is it from Yaakov on I can be the lowest Jew in the world and can start? You know, I, I told my Chavah yesterday Imagine I become the Pope in Rome, right? Possible. 
I call him Rav Moshe Feinstein. I will say, he is the Pope. I was born Jewish. And I want you to know, I David Minches was for Schrödisch, and I forgot Yalla Viva, what am I supposed to use? <laughs> He'll answer me back. You have to dumb in the second trimester. <laughs> I say, but I told you, I, 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 I'm the Pope, is a celebrity. I call him up and I say, listen, I'm the Pope, am I supposed to put him up in the dumpster? He says, how could you not, right? One has nothing to do with it. This is what the Ishbutta says. And also it says one more thing. Why is it Avon, the Abraham and Isaac, Avon Yitzhak, God spoke when they were awake. Yaakov, God spoke when they were asleep. He says, if I'm a Jew by choice, and God talks to me while I'm awake. Yaakov suddenly is coming up and Yaakov is so good. Not by choice anymore. Yaakov is the first Jew. Vehina Hashem Mamish God says to me, I want you to know that from now on, the holiness is so deep, not your choice, not consciously. Instead of the instead of the inside. So I want you to know I didn't see it yet on this phone, but I want to say about Torah. Only Yaakov was called out his soulmate. But Yitzchak and Avon were not called out yet, they had choice. From Yaakov on, suddenly it's the inside. The unchoice. So if I meet my soulmate, what am I testing? Nothing to test. Yaakov meets his soulmate, no one can be very deep. Why did Yaakov need to dream first before he meets Rachel? He could have had the dream after. Ah, because if he would have had the dream before, he would have tested him. I'm sure she would have passed the test. But it was there. The holiness of Yaakov and Rachel is, now listen to this, his real, real soulmate Leia is even deeper than Amshas, right? Let's just give it to him. Right? Everybody knows that Rochel is a soulmate in Chutzlohat, outside Israel, and Leh is a soulmate in Erzisrael. Because the Holy Land is deeper, deeper, deeper than Charles. Deeper than Charles. Okay, friends, I want to bless you and me that God should lift up our choice level, right? God should give us enough guts to choose the right thing. But all those things which are really deeper than choice. You see, if on all those things which are deeper than choice, we think we have choice because we are in exile. This is what exile is all about. That I take things which I have no choice, and I think I have choice. And I'm doing it on the level of choice. When the real will choose is that I have no choice. deeper than anything in the world. And I just want you to know, why is it when I make a vow? Because the vow is lifting me up to the world of my choice. When I make a vow, I don't have choice anymore. Now I'm just a deep respect. And everybody know, now it's the best of Iksosh, the holy temple of Yaakov, is the Vayide Yaakov Nedelema. 
the act of measuring measure. The third day, oh, I'm just going to share with you. Anything which are built by choice takes a long time. Everybody knows the third day Samikta should come down from heaven. You know why? If I have no choice, it's already built. It's already there. Anything which I have no choice, it's much all God's doing. Look, your friends, we should open our eyes one day and see that the Samikta is there. Everybody's there. And also I want to bless and I will bless Michelle and, and Ariella. I bless you whenever you meet your soulmate, the one you have no choice. I bless you, God should make it clear to you that you have no choice. Because if it's clear to you, then it doesn't take any time. Then the Holy Temple is built in one second, one night. You know, Ruth and Boaz, the ones that really built the basement, <coughs> listen to this. Boaz comes to the field and he sees Ruth. And I want to tell you something, really, I want you to pay attention one second. Can you imagine, just imagine the Heilige Bachshemta, imagine Satmarabha, walks down to the holy wall, but then he says, you know, I saw on the women's side a girl. Can you tell me who she is? <laughs> what would you think? Love you a little bit the wrong way, right? Do you know that Boaz was the rabbi, right? The rabbi of all the rabbis, the hero of the church, right? Boaz goes into the field and offers And there suddenly he sees a girl collecting a naked chip of hair. The students must have looked at each other. Remember the story of Ruth? She just converted, she came and she went, she was poor, she went to the field of Boaz to collect, was, you know, whatever falls off. When you, when you, how do you say, harvest the field belongs to the poor. So Boaz comes to the field and he says, who is this girl? And the Gemara says, why did he ask for her? Because he saw the Shrina upon her. He saw God's light upon her. Imagine he would have said, doesn't look nice. Mishra would have never come. Why did he ask? No <laughs> and I want you to know one more deep, 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 deep thing. That Yehuda met Toma, right? He walked after her. After, after he did it, listen to the message. After he did it, you have to realize Yehuda, that Meir Shalai said, I'm sure you know said, Yehuda had never one evil thought in his whole life, right? Yehuda, I mean all the children of God. Amen. Anyway, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for staying so long. I know it was hard on you. Thank you so much. Invite me, invite us to your children's wedding. Is that a deal? Invite us to your children's wedding. What? So, Tani, you have to go? By choice or by? No, i Okay, I'm finishing in two minutes. Promise. Try to. <laughs>
Tell me if it's finished, I want to say. What was I saying? Yehuda, after he did it, the stumma, just imagine Yehuda, the Holy of Holies, walks out of the street, and there he sees a prostitute and he walks up to her. It's crazy, right? After it's over, the mother says, Mama, she would have looked up to heaven. He says, Rabbi the master of the did you do that? Did you do that? So you heard a voice from heaven? It says me many yachts to the bone push. That's as I did it. It's not your choice. It was not your choice. I want you to know that there is something everybody has and everybody is given which God did not give to anyone else and it's so easy to sell it's so easy to give it away it's so easy to give it is so So the headache is that you show himself. I want to bless you, you have a little taste. You know what those rabbis do to us, you know? Love, right? Open all the gates. I mean, he knows so little. But the little we learn from them is just. He says, every Torah, the four books of Moses, it says, for Yidab and Moshe Moshe talks to Israel. What they to all of his what sure talks to all of his went on Senate invitation. talks everybody says. They all. So he says the deepest thoughts. When Moshe Rabbeinu talks in whatever he has to say is the same for everyone. Then he says to Israel. And Moshe Rabbeinu really talks to everyone separately. Although it sounds like he talks to all of us, but his mom is talking to everyone alone, then it says that he calls to everyone. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, I want to give you over how precious it is what God gave me. Anna wants you to have strength. I want to give you over what's just for you. I'm just for you. I want you to know, friends, if I manage get to that which is just for me, I have no trouble connecting to that which is just for you. And you have no problem 
What's the problem of this? What happened? I should say. If it was Hashem, the same person came and me. Okay, as long as you're happy. Uncontrollable. Well, as long as you're happy, I'm happy with you. Tell me if we just finish. I said it to Shabbos already. That's a Torah. Ele is Rosh Hashanah's Tabak Rosh Hashanah. Moshe Rabbeinu, the whole fixing is of the bottom was the Torah which gets you out of God's movie. And again, let me just connect with the beginning of the beginning. Just give me your attention one more second. If my whole connection to the Torah is, this is right, this is wrong. And when I heard somebody's feelings, I found the Kiddush Hanor, page 35, he not permitted to hurt people's feelings. Then I cannot stop talking bad things about other people. If I'm connected to the Torah, I'm going to Then not only I cannot say bad things, I cannot even hint. You know, a lot of people don't say bad things about you, right? You'd ask me, what do you think of my shulam? You know what I said? I'm not permitted to talk Russian now, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I really didn't say anything, right? And you would say, <laughs> I said everything, right? <laughs> you know, a lot of times, a lot of times, I ask, I overhear people, one boy that takes off Schwinzel for a day, then he said, next day to Yankele, I, I know you have been going with her before. What do you think of Sprinzel? And he says, I'm not permitted to say bad things. <laughs> so, how much bad did you say? Everything, right? You can knock up a person by not saying anything bad. This Avak Roshnar, I didn't say anything. Or I asked you, hey, what do you think of Sprinzel? He said, don't ask. <laughs> 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 and I go home and I think about my outside and get so much to say and I control myself. So Eliad Gong, Moshe Rabbeinu is giving us over the toilet to cleanse us from our Krishna. Even though I don't see anything bad, right? What do I say? This is Nikki Atzmanam. I want you to know something. Imagine we would have spiritualized. I would see the lowest people in the world that God had a secret with that person. And I have one ounce of love for God. Can I make fun of the person God has a secret with? How could I? And if I can, Bum 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 b